Welcome to the Ambitious Mom Podcast, the podcast for the woman who is building a business empire and a family legacy. Having it all and living the life of your dreams now. No delay and no sacrifice required. We'll talk life, online business, spirituality, and everything in between. Here's your host, Katie Fleming. Let's do this thing. Welcome back to the Ambitious Mom Podcast. I am so excited to share this episode with you today. Today, I'm bringing on my friend and past client, Caitlin Eldridge. She is an incredible ambitious mom, a CPA, a CFO to online businesses. Oh my goodness. And what is so cool about this conversation that we are finally having is she is sharing with you the journey of where she was when she came to me two years ago, where she was during our year and a half together, and then what has happened since we ended working together just over six months ago or so? I don't even know. But this is so good. You're going to hear so many little things that are actually very big things, but they are little shifts in her being that have completely transformed her life, her relationships, the way she moves about her world, the way she makes choices, the things that all of a sudden become available to her because of this new elevated way of being. And I'm so freaking honored. You're going to hear it in my voice. I'm so freaking stoked with just witnessing, witnessing this, this incredible shift in Caitlin. And it's not just one thing. There's so many things. Anyway, I'm like, I could ramble on and on. I just love her so much. I love the time we spent together. I love just where she's headed, this vision for what she's created, this lighthouse that she has become in her industry. And I just can't wait to share her with you. So let's get to this episode. Here is Caitlin Eldridge. Hey, Caitlin, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm so good. And it's so good to see your face in a Zoom room again. And I would love for you to start off this 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 chat with just telling everybody who you are, a little bit about Caitlin Eldridge, your company, how you do things, how you do life differently, all that good stuff. Oh, that's a lot. Caitlin <laughs> Eldridge. I guess I'll start how I start Instagram. I'm a mom, a CPA, CFO, military spouse. Like throw the um, titles at me and it feels like they fit these days. We've got four kids ranging from 18 months to almost seven, which I just can't believe. We run, I run a boutique um, CFO firm where we do bookkeeping and taxes for clients. And the majority of our work is now centered around strategic growth for clients, making those numbers make sense, being super proactive and forward thinking, which is not the norm necessarily in the accounting and tax world. So much of it is kind of retrospective. So Really working to shake that up, but to do it in a life that fits. And I mean, it's why I came to you so long ago was the accounting industry was just built on 40 to 80 hour work weeks. Pick your season. That's what you were going to do. And no one seemed to be challenging how we could do that differently. And for me to be home and to work without losing one or the other and sacrificing too much. Yeah. One of the cool things I think that came out of our time together was you came to me almost asking permission for this thing your soul knew you could do, which was like, can I build this business working 20 hours a week? And is it okay if all the, you know, old CPA guys are still working there? You know, and it was almost like this inner knowing you had this intuition, this like, I'm meant to pave a different way. And you had to have like this little bit of permission. And by the time you left our containers, like you were doing the dang thing. You had already owned your own unique position in the market. 
Yeah. And I, I laugh because you're right. That was me. And it's crazy because this was almost two and a half years ago when the pandemic started. So two, two-ish years ago. And gosh, it doesn't feel like I'm asking for permission for anything anymore. Like it's trailblazing all the way and shaking it up. But yeah, I, what, because there was this sense of value and worthiness and accounting traditionally is you bill by the hour. And so if you're not working the hours, how are you able to bill for the value and not like just to get your mind around the fact that you could price based on value instead of hours was a new thing to do. But yeah, there's there's not a lot of apology on my side anymore of doing things differently. Oh my gosh. And that's like the biggest transformation right there. That's like, there's no numbers that can go to that. But that is like one of the huge ones. Like you don't spend any mind time these days thinking about not being in the chair are you worthy of the paycheck you just received because you were sitting by the pool with the kids or like whatever it is? Right. Yeah. And I mean, speaking more to it too, it's that has lit up and it's showing up and being like, we don't have to play by these rules that were set decades ago. I can still present insane value to clients. And it's, I mean, I don't know if you guys will see the Zoom, but it's from my bedroom and it's during nap times and during preschool hours. Like I do not work. I don't have care coverage for more than 12 hours a week. Yeah. And so that's what it's been built. Yeah. And you were pregnant with Jameson. So actually, let's do that. Let's take everybody back. Tell us where you kind of came into my world. It was definitely the pandemic starting. I think it was probably those first two weeks, right? Those infamous two weeks. (laughs) And um, tell everybody like kind of where you started, what it evolved into. It ended up being like three containers, but take us through that. Yeah. So I actually had heard of you back in the fall of 2019. I was in some other networking group and they had recommended someone else you worked with. And so from that, I kind of circled around and started watching you. So I watched you for months at that point. So it would have been three or four months. And then my website gal, Andrea, had reached out and said, hey, Katie's opening up this mastermind, mentor mind, would you be interested? So she connected us, start of the pandemic. So I was three or four months pregnant at that point, decided it was like, had kind of come to the conclusion I was going to grow the business. I had kind of spent a few months and like, do I keep it small or do I grow? Decided to grow, knew I needed help to do that in a way that would fit the lifestyle of four kids. And so, yeah, I had reached out and I think we like had signed everything and got ready to go. And a week later, the world just started shutting down so fast. And it was crazy. I was actually just seeing my Facebook post from that time, like trying to keep up with all the changing legislation, informing clients and still doing the tax work. But working with you was great. And it was a great start to know that like, they didn't have to rely on taxes. And that's what my business primarily was at that point is tax returns only. And I had a couple clients we did like bookkeeping and tax work for. So I worked with you for a year and a half. By the end of that year and a half, we had grown to no longer taking tax return only clients. So they had to come into a monthly program with us. And A few months after we ended, we stopped taking tax clients. So we're now at the point where the bookkeeping can be done in-house. We're fine with that. But our preference is actually purely CFO clients. They have their own bookkeeping and own tax teams. And then we come in, I come in at that strategic level now. Oh my gosh, that was the dream. It really was. And it's been wonderful to be in this position. Yeah, because it was like you wanted to 
council businesses. And like your expertise was in that information gathering that like you've been doing a lot of continuing education your whole career and this finally being able to like give the world what you have to give in the fullness and the full capacity. So that sounds like that's really been a part of it. It has been. And I think working with you too, you had introduced like human design. And so I started deep diving into that and realizing that that's where I really do belong is in going into systems. So seeing what your bookkeeper and tax people are doing, helping you figure out whether that works or not, and then helping you build the business from there, that I don't have to do, again, the detailed transactional work to be worth what I bill and to be worth what the value I provide is, um, that I can do that really high-level strategic look. Let's build a business together type stuff. Yeah. And you don't have to spend your whole career paying your dues and those kind of things to be able to do the high-level consulting work that often those corner office partners are the ones doing. Exactly. Yeah. So talk to me about these businesses that you're consulting in. What are some of the main things that you are helping them them move their businesses towards? Like, What are those top two things, would you say? Yeah, I'd say the top two things that have really kind of come out is that we are really working on cash flows. And as we see the economy kind of start to stumble a little and everyone starts to get nervous, it's been a really good place to be. It's like, hey, let's make sure that we can shore up your cash, make sure that everything's flowing like it should be, that there's nothing pulling too much cash in one month that you're not prepared for the next so that they can feel stable and they can feel taken care of. And then what I really love on top of that is layering in the goals and the really big dreams and how do we get from here to there and how do we do it with a mix of what I'd say would be like the masculine of like, okay, it's step A, step B, step C. And it can happen with like to leave the space for the feminine, for the like unexpected to occur. I work... I have a group now of like CFO folks who I can talk to. And it's interesting to see all the different energies everyone brings. And I still am definitely more on that feminine side of like, I totally get all that strategy and we can implement that. But I want you to also embrace that not everything is going to be laid out perfectly. We have to be ready for the unexpected. I think that having that quality as a CFO or a CPA in general is, is so valuable, especially like when it comes to talking to the entrepreneurs that you you work with, like, I'm sure they have like, they have goals, they have things where they can't necessarily line it up and tell you why they feel led to do it. Like there's intuition. Like, I don't know why I need to invest in this mastermind, but I can just feel it. And then you can come behind and and see and support that with the energetic, like the masculine side with questions and numbers and practicals, but also hold space for that intuitive side of them as well. I think that's hugely valuable. It's been a lot of fun. And it's been a fine line to walk of like, because so many CPAs are so quick, I'd say, to dash the dreams and to be like, oh, that's impossible. We can't do that. Or they don't understand the online business. They haven't run in it. So to them, it's this foreign concept. And so to just bring that knowledge and be like, I've seen it. I've seen how it works. I've been in those containers. I know what you're talking about. And let's let's plan for the worst, but also plan for the best. And so we do run those good, better, best scenarios and really try to make sure that they feel supported. They feel confident that going forward, they can invest in that coach and still do the things at home that they want to do. Yeah. Both and. <laughs> yes. Both and always. Always. Yeah. Because I mean, what's the point of these businesses if we're not actually living a life of freedom as well? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So how are you... I know wealth is a big thing that you talk about. So how are you helping your clients to build wealth in the short term, but also for the long term as well? 
Oh, for long term, we've been working a lot on retirement accounts. And it's funny because it's just that time of year. Everyone's been leaning into the retirement accounts, but it's pointing out those pieces. I have been deep diving into my own personal definitions of wealth and rich lives. And I probably had a very narrow perspective a few years ago and was only getting information from a few places on what wealth looked like. And so expanding that has allowed me to expand what I can help my clients identify. And it's that... It's the both and we can go out to a nice dinner now and make that experience and also put away money for retirement. And it doesn't have to be, I think, the typical beans and rice advice that exists in the world. But we can do the two things because what we have seen the last two years inevitably is that life in tomorrow is not guaranteed. And so I think as I see myself break away from that, like, oh, we have to squirrel all of our food and our money for later into no, let it, let it breathe now too. Like let's enjoy life now too, that my clients are doing the same and I'm able to help them with that. But I I no longer could like ever give the advice of like, nope, you must do retirement and savings right away and don't even touch anything for like three or four months because that's not realistic and it's not life. And who knows what three to four months looks like. Yeah. Yeah, I think anytime we can consciously spend with intention, like that circulation of money brings back more in some way, shape or form, the energy back. So I want you to share some stories with me because I know that our, like the work we did over the year together, and then we've also had like a year apart before we had this conversation. So I know that a lot of life has happened. A lot of growth has happened. A lot of choice points have been available because of the work you did then. So I would love for you to kind of share with us what's going on in your world and then how you've had just different choices because of the work that you did. Yeah, so the business has reached what I set out for. So when we set working, it was to kind of reach a monetary financial point where I could support our family if needed. So that my husband who's in the military could make decisions for our family as opposed, it could make decisions that fit for our family as opposed to what would put food on the table. And so what has happened is that he accepted a part-time guard job back in our home state that we want to move back to. We are holding faith it will turn into a full-time one, but it has not yet. But we made that decision because the business could support us in the meantime. We will likely be saying a very kind F you to the military and moving ourselves because they're not giving us the date we want because we have the financial reserves to do so because we've been planning for it and because the business has grown and can support that. It's the extras. And so we'll be doing that. We will be finishing our basement. Like there's just so much in that piece. I, like I said, I've got 12 hours of childcare a week. I don't have to really go above that. I have spent busy season this tax season working one weekend, but that's done. And so it's the knowledge that from working with you is that I reached a new enough. Like my first enough was like, oh, I'm never doing a full tax season. And now it's like, I don't even want to do a part-time tax season. And I know that I can still move on and still earn a wonderful income and not do that. So that will be the new shifts that are coming our way too. But the big one is, um, yeah, we're moving back home and we're doing it kind of on our terms. And that never would have happened if the business hadn't gotten us to this place. Hey, Ambitious Mom. Today's episode is brought to you by Monthly Group Intensives. Each month, I'm opening my space to you and a small group of powerful women to come together for deep transformational coaching inside of Voxer. You're busy, you're juggling clients, life, business, growth, relationships, 
all the things. So this coaching container has been specifically designed to be the powerful shift you're craving while also fitting seamlessly into your life. So come experience the intuitive strategy and energetic coaching that calls forth the highest version of who you are and sheds the portions that must be left behind so that you can rise. Spots are limited and are filling now for our upcoming group intensive. Save your spot for $333 by going to katiefleming.co slash intensive. Let's do this. Money brings a lot of really cool choices. It does. You could probably, if you wanted to get the military, I mean, maybe not, but like try to sit around and wait for them. And like then all the stress and all the other things, but like you can just decide like, here's what we're going to do. We'll figure it out. This is best. Yeah. And that's pretty much this week. And so if you had worked, I mean, if you guys had seen me and Katie a year ago, I would have been a nervous wreck continuing to message her. So Monday, we're recording this on a Friday. Monday, the Air Force was like, we'll tell you in May if you can move in July or August or September or January. We're really not sure, but we'll tell you in May, late May. And that's, it was this week. I was like, we're done then. We're just going to move. We're going to make our plans. My husband, of course, is subject to whether or not they'll let him come. Uh, But me and the kids can move and we probably will because it's easier and it's going to be more calming for them to settle in before school starts and dad will come when dad can come. And there's a lot less of that wave too, that of like, again, that I need to ask permission. I need to have someone say it's okay to do this. And a lot more of like, this is our life and we're going to take charge of it. And we're sticking with the military just because my husband loves to fly. And for him, it's his thing. But if it was up to me, I think completely done. This is like, I don't even, I I think they can feel it in the episode, but it's like, I don't even know how to put this on a sales page. This is like, but it's everything. It's now you operate in your life with this like frequency of ease. Okay. Whatever comes up, I trust myself to handle it. I'm not at the whims of whoever or whatever pisses me off today. I trust, you know what I mean? Like we all have those seasons of our life where we like are just tossed back and forth by like whatever happens. And you've completely come into your own like sovereignty and trust within your own being that like whatever comes up can't rock you and you've got this. Yeah, it's just, yeah, we will handle it. All will work out for the greater good and the seasons to get there might be a little rough, but it's all worth it. You know, another theme that just came into my mind that I remember you and I having a lot of conversations about was like this fear of the shoe dropping. (laughs) So can you let me, can you tell with me like, well, let me say this again. So- can you share with me how you've moved through that? And if you still hold that fear today, like I'm sure it's still, it may linger. We all have like the same things that come up over and over again, but tell me how you see that through your lens of today. Yeah. So yeah, the fear used to always be that like things are so good. Something's going to drop and something's going to take all of this goodness away. Um, and I think in the last couple of years, I've just really sunk into letting my mind, because I have found out through like human design, I've got an open mind. It's going to always run. It's going to always run these worst case scenarios and giving myself permission in some aspects. Fine. Run the worst case scenario. What's it going to be? And for me, it would be, okay, so tomorrow every client fires me, every single one. Well, then I walk into a big four and I pick up a job. Like there's just been able the ability to just run through the scenarios, come up with the very logical and plausible solutions, and then put it to bed and be like, okay, it's done. But also not, I mean, tomorrow there are not going to be 30 people who wake up and fire me. Like, it's just not going to happen. But yes, so it has been, I still have it there. I still run through it or military wise, I'm just continually planning for the worst, praying and hoping for the best um, and not letting the worst eat at me. But yeah, there has, I remember as the business crew, there was like so much 
we had, we had a quick scare. I wasn't sure if my employee was leaving me. And I was like, okay, what happens if she does? Um, what happens if she decides to move on? And it was either we find a new one, I scale back the business completely. Or again, I close up, I close up shop and I walk into something else that's less stressful for this season of life. So it has been trying to just leave space for things to work out how they're supposed to while letting my mind do what it wants to do. Yeah. That is such a good one for everybody listening. I have an open mind as well. And it's, oh, yeah. it's a lot. <laughs> and I have an open, all, my entire head is open. I can't remember. Oh. It's like the head and Ajna. Yeah. So then I get like all the collectives messages too. <laughs> I can't <laughs> imagine that one. I at least have the next one to find, but the open mind, I mean, the questions. I was, I talked to a human design coach too, and we'll go back and forth on the questions. And she was like, it's fascinating. I was like, I know, but it's also annoying. Yeah. I hear you on that. But I think it's actually what you, what you got to was the bottom line was acceptance, accepting the worst case scenario, realizing even in that you have a choice and also that you're safe. And so from that place of like, okay, we're all right. You like this acceptance. The acceptance is very powerful because then it's like everything can then happen out as it needs to happen. Like then if you can accept whatever is in front of you, then there's the power for it to change. But every time we like focus on what's in front of us and like fear it, we are actually pulling it in even more towards us. Yeah. Like that too tight of grip that we just can't let anything better come. And so it is, it's having to open the hands. And with this whole traditional guard thing has not been the smoothest emotional ride. And my husband was so frustrated with it. And I don't know if someone had posted it or where I'd found it, but it was this picture of a little girl holding so tightly to this little teddy bear. And she's talking to Jesus and Jesus has this huge bear behind him. And he's like, just hand it to me. Just give me that small bear. And so it is that acceptance of just handing it over and trying to know that it will all be better. And it's for that greater thing. And if she just hands it over, she gets the bigger teddy bear, but it's hard. It's hard to do. It takes time to learn, but it's a lesson that I've learned um, through working with you and watching you and um, watching the group that we were in too. Yeah, the group. Let's talk about that. So what was it like to have sisters really around you that get you and get what it's like to be an ambitious mom doing the same thing that you're doing? What was that kind of like? It's amazing because I think there's part of me that just wants to see what's behind everyone else's curtain. Like what is working for you? What are you doing? And so having a group to do that and then having perspective of just these amazing women who have been through so much and all bring these different ideas to the table it was so expanding in getting to grow as a mom and a business owner and what works and having a space too where we weren't tied to only business topics. Like, because so often in the both and, like your kid being sick that day is going to screw a lot up depending on how you approach it. And so having other parents and other moms who've done that and been like, yes, we've done that. This is how we live. These are the like changes you can make. Um, And just realizing too, at the end of the day, we want clients who also support that. So that was huge to see uh, them picking their clients, them drawing their boundaries and picking up some of that energy too, to apply in my life. Yeah. It's always my favorite when all the babies pop onto the the calls, you know? Yes. Yes, Thankfully, mine's asleep. He now, he's broken my computer or not my computer, my printer. I dropped my laptop from the things a few times. Like babies, much easier than 18 month olds. He is so much trouble. Oh my gosh. Cute oh my gosh, we used to do calls from his room. I know, That's we were doing calls room. from his room and he would just like cuddle in and it was wonderful. I will always take the newborn stage for calls over the toddler <laughs> stage. 
<laughs> yes, yes. So yeah, and another thing that I was going to say about the mastermind situation, like it's so cool to witness on the outside, like even as a coach, but even just participating, because that's one of the cool things about the way I run masterminds is like, you know this, like it's not just me coaching, like I'm also a part of it. So I'm going to, if I give like a, a riff, I'm going to also like do the work to apply that riff or that journal prompt or something to me too. So one of my favorite things about it though, is like witnessing the outside, the way it looks from a marketing standpoint, the girl on the, you know, the woman on the stories, the woman in the feed, and then experiencing her heart inside of the mastermind and how much depth it adds to just my love and and joy of her. You know what I mean? And how beautiful it is. It, It really is. And just this wonderful safe place to really grow and really bring all of those like deep-seated fears and concerns and have a group to come and lift you up and help take you out of it and help you work through it. Yeah. So before you jumped with me into mentor mind, then private coaching, then the shift in her circle, was there any fears? Was there any like doubts or were you all in because you had been watching for a while? Yeah. So as I've done this, the inner work and continuing to do it, what I realized is what I will do is watch. I will watch for a long time. So had you approached me in any form or fashion three months earlier, it would have been a heck no. Like I'm not ready. Um, but by the time I had watched and the time I had been invited by Andrea, all of a sudden it was like, okay, no, this feels right. There's always the inkling of the investment because I'm a numbers person. So it was the good first test and like, what does it look like to invest in my business and to take this leap? And um, you were so non-pressure, so just open and welcoming that it was like, okay, this truly feels like a match and now I'm ready to go. And then every investment after that, it had just been time to continue. I mean, I wasn't quite ready to walk away and do anything else yet. So all of those always felt good. And that was just looking back, it was just inner knowledge that I had waited the appropriate amount of time for who I am to make such a decision and to jump in with two feet once that was made. Mm, I love that. So what would you say to somebody who's right on the cusp of like sending that DM to me or something? (laughs) Well, just do it. Gosh, I don't think you'll find a friendlier person in the DMs. Katie is wonderful. You have to. Like, the thing is, you know, and I think I'd kind of written that out, but like, you know, you want to do this. There's something holding you back. So go ahead and just message Katie and get over what that something might be. Or one of the gals, like you can see it on social. You see who's tagging Katie, who's working with her right now. I have no doubt they'd be happy to also talk and be like, hey, it is wonderful. Come on in. Um, The water's warm. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's so fun. And yeah, that's one of my big staples is like this non-pressure buying situation. Like I'm just here to help you make your best decision, whether that's with me or with somebody else. And that's something I've always done. I love. Oh yeah. And you have so many entry points too. And so the investment really shouldn't be the prohibitive part because there's just so many ways to get into your world and to soak up all of that knowledge. Yes. Yes. Well, talk to me about, as we kind of wrap this up, share with me a little bit about like what you're excited for in the future, what's coming down the pipe in the business and in life, if you want to go there too, because it's both and, but definitely want to hear where your vision's going with the business. I know you mentioned you're dropping tax, which is huge, but give me some, yeah, give me the whole picture. Yeah. So we're debating right now if we're going to be bringing in like a contractor for tax, if we're going to completely outsource it. But we, I have kind of drawn that line in the sand where if you're coming into our world again, we are not taking you on for tax work. I can still advise and opine on all of that, which is great. So that is part one. Part two is we're actually waitlisting right now, which is just crazy. But I know that the season coming up is for family, that we need to move. I need to solo parent for probably a couple months. 
And so adding stress to that's just not an option. And two years ago, me would think that meant that nobody would ever come into my world again. I'm believing that that's not the case. So we're moving into advisory, but I will actually be, I'm still working to get out of the details in the business and to move into more of a industry expert of sorts. So I want to start challenging everyone who is sacrificing their health January through April, who thinks that they can't build a business that is financially secure and good for their mental health and physical health. I think there's a lot in the industry we can start shifting. And so I want to shift into that. So writing, speaking, talking with other accounting professionals while still keeping my hand in what's going on. How are clients acting? What help do they need? And then how can I help other professionals help more people? Yeah, that's so good. And that's been a part of your vision from the get-go. It has. Yeah. And so now it's really, it's feeling like time. It's Katie, my employee, is doing wonderful. And so we're getting to a point she can take on more. And so I can step out a little bit more into this new world and just making connections of folks who have those opportunities available. Yeah. So I would encourage any of you guys that are listening that whether you're an accounting professional or not, definitely if you are an accounting professional, follow Caitlin because she does this so differently than anybody I know. And I think, Caitlin, I think you and I, on one of our calls, if I remember correctly, because I remember seeing this vision where I was telling you about like my lighthouse and how my lighthouse is the lighthouse that says like, you can make six figures, multiple six figures working 20 hours a week or less. And that got you your focus on my lighthouse got you out to my place in the water where you could see then your lighthouse that was further out that could be a beacon of hope for so many that understood your way of like calling somebody um, into building their own accounting world the way you've done it or however their way is. So it's just so cool now that this vision is coming back to me of just like a bunch of lighthouses out there of women doing it and going their own way and powerfully like putting their place in the ground that says, here's how it's going to work for me. Yes, it is. It's really that. It's I've gotten to that point. We're looking out and really excited for kind of what's to come. And I think there's going to be a huge shift in the industry. And I'm just here to help guide it in a good way, in a way that will benefit everyone. There's such a mass exodus of people from the big companies who are just going to be looking for that both and and balance in life. And I'm not missing out these four months, eight months of my life anymore when I can be present. Yes. Yes. This is so good. Okay. Tell everybody how we can follow you and stay in touch with everything that's coming down the pipe. Yeah. Instagram's the best place, really. Caitlin Eldridge is the handle and that's where I show up. And stories is where you're going to find the most amazing pieces of it. I have a wonderful team who posts like the static posts for me, but if you want to see me, if you want to see what is in my opened mind for the day, stories is where you're going to find it. Yes, you're like a pro at like taking a life lesson in front of you and like somehow pulling it back into accounting or or CPA work. It's just blows my mind. <laughs> yes, yeah. And the most recent rant was on uh, metaverse selling islands. Now, so we'll. Um, <laughs> I can't keep up. It's wonderful. I'm excited to be part of the changes, but yeah, it's just crazy to see what's available and. Yeah, that's where it is. Life lessons, lots of learning from the kids and how it applies to business and accounting. It's so great. Awesome. Well, this has been such a great conversation. I'm so excited for everybody to connect with you and get to know you deeper. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It was lovely to see your face. You too. It has been so incredible getting to chat with you today on the podcast. Be sure to hit subscribe and drop us a review so that you are the first to know when I drop a new episode for you. 
Oh, and don't forget, screenshot your show and post on your Instagram stories and tag me at Katie Fleming. I love getting to hang out with you each week on the podcast and can't wait to catch up with you soon in the DMs on Instagram. Let's do this thing. Mm-hmm.